Hi, hello and welcome to Yogi's Podbox. And um, now I have something uh, good for you to talk and good for you to think about the place or even imagine how it could be. The Kuch Behar Palace. What is Kuch Behar Palace? The name itself is little um, sounding Kuch. What is that like? For anyone touring through the state of West Bengal, the Kuch Behar Palace is a must visit. Why I say is because the terms of architecture, the Kuch Behar Palace holds a lot in common with the Buckingham Palace in London, established in 1887. Can you just believe that? The palace is home to a gamut of vintage paintings, colorful murals, majestic crystal chandeliers, and sepia photographs depicting its livelier days. It is also known as the Victor Jubilee Palace and is currently being conserved by the Archaeological Survey of India. History lovers are in front or in for a treat as the premise also hosts a museum with charming artifacts that will take them back in time. From terracotta figurines, clay models of a cow with half or with a calf, arrows to an enviable collection of oil paintings along with hoe, sandstone and laterite sculptures. It's easy to grasp the routine of those decades. Very easy to grasp the routines of those decades. The palace also houses many, many, many exquisite halls, exquisite and leisure rooms accompanied by a library, a ladies' gallery, a billiard hall, toshkana and vestibules. The palace also has a darbar hall with a metal dome that's roofed by a cylindrical louver showcasing a traditional Renaissance-style architecture. The Renaissance style of architecture. Let your eyes ravish the intricate steep patterned Corinthian columns that bolster the base of the cupola. The Kuch Behar Palace is a splendid place to visit. The Kuch Behar is one of the most renowned monumental sites in West Bengal. Constructed by the Koch King Maharaja Nirapendra Narayan, Nirapendra Narayan or the Nirpendra, Nirpendra, it's NRI, so Nirpendra or the Nirpendra, Nirpendra, there is no R there. Nirpendra, Nirpendra Narayan, tongue twisting names, Nirpendra Narayan. While the palace is now the property of the Mantris, the structure is a mesmerizing reflection of the architectural brilliance of the noble era or the noble era. Built with classical western styles in mind, this mammoth building is a double-storied structure that spans an area of up to 51,309 square feet. The magnificent structure is 395 feet in length and 296 feet in breadth. Such a palatial ground, such a vast area. The vast place the palace was built in the palace steps slightly at the southern and northern ends. In the middle is a projected coach, causing an entrance to the Darbar Hall. And this is in West Bengal, as I said earlier, the Coach Bihar Palace, or the Coach Bihar Place, stands the Coach Bihar Palace.
Actually, they say Coach Behar Palace. It's B-E-H-A-R. So it should be Coach Behar Palace. That's in West Bengal, a universal value for all heritage lovers or for people who love history. This is about this part of uh, this uh, Coach Behar Palace. And um, the next one I have in mind is the Warangal Fort. The Warangal Fort, what is this? Warangal. Um, in ancient time, it was called Urugalu or Ekali Senanagara. Ekali, uh, I think again, I'm twisting my tongue. Ekaselangara. Ekaselangara. Okay, Ekaselangara. I got it. The Warangal, ancient time, it was called Urugalu or Ekaselangara. Ekaselangara. Nagara. Okay, Ekaselangara. Ekaselanagara or Ekaselanagara, it's an E. So I would say Ekaselanagara or Ekaselanagara is better. That became the capital of Kakatiyas in 12th century AD. It has three concentric fortifications with the inner stone fortification containing 45 bastions and gateways uh, at the four cardinal points and uh, signifies the essence of early medieval defense or the early medieval defense architecture. The remains of Swayambhu temple complex, enclosed by four lofty toranas or the toranas, are some of the finest examples of the Kakatiya art. The other important edifices include Ramalingeshwara, Venkateshwara and Ekasila temples or Ekaisala temple or Ekasala temples and the Kush Mahal or the Shitab Khan Mahal. The Kush Mahal or the Shitab Khan Mahal, the rectangular palace with an arched entrance, was built in Indo-Sarsenic style. Its interior is marked by the arches or the arches joined both walls and supporting the ceiling. This edifice was said to be raised by Shitab Khan whose lengthy record dated 1504 AD found near the southern Torana attributes him to Hindu origin. He should be a Hindu origin, that's what they say. And in Warangal, the place in Telangana, this exact place was called Mathwada. This place in Warangal today is a monumental fort. And again, this is a historical uh, place where people visit and have a wonderful um, sightseeing information and knowledge about the fort. The next one, I would say again, the fort series is the Dindikal, about Fort Dindikal. Dindikal located uh, in Chennai, I mean, uh, around, not in Chennai, around 400 kilometers away from Chennai, is a strategic place located overlooking the valley through which the forces from Karnataka country gained access into the Madurai district in the late medieval period. The Nayakas of Madurai possibly erected the first fortification on the rock, a prominent elevated place overlooking the valley. In order to, in order to defend, uh, it could be a barrier or a stone wall or a palace of guard in order to defend their country from the invading Mysore army. However, Hyder Ali seems to have rebuilt the fort substantially as he used this as a launching pad 
to attack the british in this region during the carnatic wars during those times the british finally captured the fort in 1790 and garrisoned it till 1860 the irregular curtain wall of the fort is well built of finely jointed stone blocks with brick crenulations there are a number of cells in the rampart for the use of troops for the use of troops those days there are a number of brick structures on the top possibly built during the british period there is also a circular freestanding bastion on the top at a strategic location on which several cannons were mounted they believe there is one cannon of english origin now preserved over the bastion for sightseeing it's been placed over there the vijayanagara rulers as indicated by the inscri- inscription uh, the vijayanagara rulers indicated in the inscription says the built the temples the built in temples on the summit were very very old among them the central shrine is noteworthy for the delicately carved architectural structures and the molded brick elements of the superstructure The style of carving recalls the influence of dyeing delicate and artistic traditions on soapstone of Karnataka. One of the inscriptions on a shrine records a donation of the Vijayanagara king Krishna Deva Raya to the Tambrinar or Tambrinar the presiding deity of Dindigul. So this is a place or the monument which is called the Dindigul Fort Temple or the Muthala Gupatti this place is called Muthala Gupatti so in in, in Dindigul this fort is very famous and has been built in those days as a traditional monument perhaps to stop invading or to protect the country and for now these are the small things that i thought i can share with you in this particular episodes thanks for listening have fun have faith and love history and look for more interesting and uh, topics that i'm going to share with you quite often thanks for listening once again have fun have a wonderful time ahead stay tuned for more information on yogi's podbox